one thing I think we all could benefit from as content creators is testing our ideas. Because sometimes for me, I know personally at sometimes two o'clock in the morning, we get inspired. It just hits you like, I want to talk about this or I should do this thing. I want to do that thing. It happens for me with products and service, all kind of stuff. And what's been helping me a lot is testing my ideas. So today I want to get into some of the strategies and some of the ways you can actually go out there and test ideas you have with your audience and some of your prospective listeners to really see what people want, what content they want to consume and what topics they have interest in, all of that good stuff. So let's get started. So one of the first ways you can start testing your ideas is in communities. This is my personal favorite because it really helps you build your audience, to be honest. And I want to get into the ways and strategies and tactics. I'll get into that. But I want to say this first. It's not about going into a community and saying, hey, I host this podcast and I want to talk about this thing. What do you guys think? Taking that approach is obvious promotion that's not going to get people to listen to your content or check you out you'll probably just get kicked out of whatever community that is just the truth what's better is if you go to that community where your ideal listeners are and before you do this this should go without saying but i'm going to say it because i know podcasters don't even think about this before you go in there posting a lot and looking for feedback you should actually go on the group giving something. So engage with other people's content, answer their questions, show love to other people first, because then they're more likely to show love to you. That's first. Now, when you do post in this community, you want to kind of test ideas against each other. Like I wouldn't go in there and say, hey, I host Pod Central and I want to talk about how you can make money podcasting. What income stream do you want me to talk about? I wouldn't take that approach, right? Now, something I would say is, Hey, on my next episode, I want to talk about income streams. Now I could talk about sponsorships or I could talk about consulting. Which one would you be more interested in? Taking that approach is good because now every person that has a question about that specific topic will post it in the comments. They'll start asking questions, all of that stuff. And that's not promotion because I didn't put my show's name up there. I'm not asking anybody to review my show or anything like when you're in communities interacting as a content creator and it's not your space, your approach to this should always focus on engagement. You want to ask open-ended questions that spark a debate, that start a conversation. So I'm not going to go and say, Hey, I want to talk about this topic. What do you think? No, I want to put this topic versus this topic because that lets you know when I post about those two topics at the same time, like again, with the podcaster income stream example, if I want to talk about sponsorships or digital products, when I post that question about which one people want the most, the truth is I'm going to record an episode on both, right? <laughs> like, honestly, I'm going to record an episode on both of those. I just want to know which one y'all want to see first. That's the kind of approach you got to take is asking questions to spark engagement because ultimately the group owner, they want to see engagement. I have my own community now, the Pod Central Academy. You can check it out and join right now. We do group sessions. You can access a lot of our content, quick wins, all of that stuff. Only a dollar a month to start. Check it out. Now, in my space, I would love if somebody come in a group and they ask those kind of questions because it sparks conversation. Oftentimes, we as content creators are so damn selfish where we focus on ourselves and what we want and what we care about. But when you can take it off of yourself, and you put the really the engagement and the perspective of other people before yourself, you get way better content. You get way better relationships. 
And down the line, a lot of those people will engage with you. They'll support your content because you're not going in there aggressively trying to sell. If you're focused on building that connection with the audience and making great content and, you know, actually giving people something, then people see that, right? So when I go into a community, I'm like, hey, do you want me to talk about this thing or that thing? People know they, they see it immediately that I'm not trying to ask for myself. I'm literally asking you what you want me to talk about so I can provide more value to you. Like that approach is visible for, from like everybody immediately. And I can tell you this from experience before I would try to go into groups and I was way more aggressive. Hey, let's talk about sponsorships and here's how you can get sponsored. Now, it doesn't have the same impact because it, it sounds salesy. You might think oh, I'm trying to give value. I'm trying to be valuable. But what it really says to the viewer is you want to sell me something. So when you can work in communities, that's going to be very powerful and valuable. And I want to give you another tactic that I use. I like to include other people that are in the space, right? So if I know there's an industry leader here or one there, and they may work on opposite sides of the spectrum, like some people in my space will launch podcasts and you got other people who are just producers and editors, right? It's a whole bunch of experts across the industry. So something that I will do is I'll go into that same space and ask a question and tag those people. Like, hey, I was thinking about doing an episode on this topic. I know you're an expert and I know you're expert on this thing. What do you guys think about this episode topic? And I'm telling you, it works amazingly because now the group leader sees I'm not in there trying to promote myself. I'm going to other people and referring to them as experts. See, when you take the spotlight off of you and you put it on other people and you make them the superstar, it actually benefits you in the long term. See, I'm playing this game from like a five-year perspective. Like I've already been podcasting since 2015, so I'm almost at the 10-year mark. By year 10, I want to have big things going, obviously, but I'm even thinking about year 15, right, and year 20. Like in 2035, I'm still going to be doing this. I'll be in my 20-year mark, and I want to have a business where I'm making at least a million dollars a month. So the work I do now, all these little engagements, these little posts here and there, me showing love to this person and that person is a small stepping stone, right, along my path. So I don't see it as I have to make money or get this conversion from everything that I do. Because I'm thinking about 5, 10, 15 years down the line. That's where my focus is. So me going into a space and saying, hey, Dave Jackson, you work with people a lot on the right hosting platforms or launches. And let's say, Alex, you work with people on being a guest on other shows, right? So which thing do you think is the most important to launch a show, whatever, blah, 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 just as an example, right? That approach makes them look like more experts, like they're the experts because I'm asking them for their feedback. And because it's in a community, everybody else sees this high level expert conversation. They start to associate me with the other experts and they give their feedback. I like what Dave said, or I like what Alex said. I like what you said, Chris. So I want to contribute to this conversation too. And this is what I think. And I love that because that shows me that people are interested. Now, on the opposite side, sometimes you'll post in the communities and you get nothing. It just falls flat. It happens. So that's when you got to say, it looks like you don't like this. Y'all don't want to see me talk about this. That's fine. You got to take the good with the bad when it comes to this. But this is how you test those ideas and you spark conversations. You start to build engagement. And the funny thing is you have some people that will see you post about that in the group. 
And for me, they'll go and find me on Twitter. And then they follow me on Twitter. They did me their show. And then we're talking or whatever. Now they listen to my show. I listen to their show. Right. And eventually they join the community where they go and buy this course. That's how it works. It's a longer play when you are focused on engagement, but it's so much better because if I post this thing and I get 50 comments in a Facebook group, for example, the best part about that is out of those 50 people, like 10 of them are going to go and check out my other stuff. And that's when it comes down to your content being good so you can keep those people around. So testing your ideas in communities is amazing. For the short term, it's going to bring a lot of engagement. Long term, it brings that brand support. Now, another way you can test your ideas is using your email list. I don't want to put this one first because I know some of y'all listening that do not have an email list. Please go and set one up now. Today, right now, pause this episode, come back to it, share it, leave a review on iTunes or whatever, and then start your email list. I'm telling you, that is very important. It is extremely important. Whether you have 50 people or 500 or 5,000, your list is going to be valuable in the short and long term. Literally just emailing them and asking the same thing you asked in a community is extremely powerful. Now, most people aren't even going to answer. They won't even answer it. But you have a lot of people that will see you ask that question and say, actually, yeah, I had this question about this thing. I, I kid you not. It happens to me all the time. And I love that because if you're on my list already, that tells me that you give me permission to send you marketing materials and all that stuff. But for me, I focus more on engagement. I want you to send me your podcast. I want you to ask questions about my podcast. Like I want to have that dialogue because that's how we grow as content creators is through dialogue, through conversation. That's how growth happens. That's it. If you're not going viral every week, you got to be having conversations with your people. That is just that simple. When you send that email and you say, hey, I'm thinking of recording this episode, and you can even combine it. That's the fun part. At the top of your email, it could say, hey, look, our last episode, we talked about this thing, blah, blah, blah. Here's a link to check it out. Next week, we want to cover this topic. So what do you think about this or that? Let us know. Just hit reply and let us know your feedback and ask any questions if you have them. Now, even if that person doesn't reply, it's still in their mind that you're talking about this thing. So now... When they're thinking about podcasts or content they want to consume, oh man, put this episode about this thing. I got to check that out. That's what you want. So sometimes the email isn't even to get them to take action immediately. I found that sometimes emails just is like a reminder for some people, right? Some people will be subscribed to your show for months and then they listen and then sometimes it just disappears because they listen to other content and you get replaced in their usual listening cycle. Now, once you get replaced there, that email pops up and they're like, damn, I got to catch up on these episodes. Now you got your listener back. So that's how that kind of email is valuable. And I also like that it, the engagement question keeps you from being spammy because sometimes we get spammy do this. But if you send an email and you say, hey, I'm just looking for your feedback. I want you to be a part of making this show better. People love that. People love to feel like they're responsible for the content they consume. You know what I mean? So emails are very underrated for something like this. And again, combining it with your last episode that went live or recent guests you had. And then at the bottom mentioning, hey, look, th these are the kind of topics we're thinking about talking about next. Let us know you have any questions about it. It's a very easy email to write. So testing your podcast episode ideas is actually, as you can see, very simple. I think you should do this for all of your content because I see this as a pre-marketing strategy for the episode. 
Like when you have those people in the communities or on your list that do respond and ask questions, I would read that question out on the episode and literally, I kid you not, mention their name and everything, answer it right there on the show. And once it's done and it goes live, send it to them personally. Say, hey, thank you for giving me feedback. Thank you for showing me love. I answered your question on an episode, so you can check it out here and share it because some other people might have the same question as you. Now, you're improving the value of your show drastically, and it's so small. Like, it's tiny. But once other people see that you answer questions on your show, you become 10 times more valuable. If you have a movie podcast and you have on some director from some indie film festival and your audience is full of movie lovers. Some of these people are trying to make their own movies and all that stuff. They want to be where that director is. If they can send in questions and you ask the guest that question, oh man, you create super fans like that. Because now the people that didn't even ask that question, are like, wow, I got this question answered. Maybe I should send the question in for the next guest. So it's not just something where only businesses can do this. Any kind of podcast could really take this approach. If it's about sports and people want to leave their comment about whatever happened in free agency or something like that, or the big game or whatever it is, let them contribute to the show. And doing it with your ideas is just the precursor. That's just like before you even record it. That way, once you record it and it's live and you send it out to your listeners, they hear them say, wow, he talked about me. That's great. I appreciate that. I'm telling you, it's a very valuable strategy. We talk about topics like this and really different tactics. And this is something I'm doing every single Thursday in the Pod Central Academy. We're adding different courses, workshops. We have our quick win section where it's literally stuff like this, giving out game every single week consistently. Check it out. It's linked down below in the description box. I'm Coach Chris and I'll see you next time.